Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, it is fucking March. Welcome back it's to another March. episode of I'm Walking Here. Well, you know, it, it's now officially March because it, it's, uh, it's March 19th when we're making this. It's been, we're over halfway through March. No, but now it's it's fucking March, you know, because it's, it's March when, Madness. So it's just March just started fucking, question mark? It, you know, <laughs> it did not start fucking. Anyways... Anyways, we are in March Madness. I could do the normal intro, but you know who the hell we are. <laughs> no, you probably do not, but you should. Oh, you, you know of us, at least, if you're listening to this. If you're not, um, that's actually a little weird, but... Uh, unfortunately, since we're making this on Friday, we can't talk about the first day, other than, uh, you know... Actually, it's early Friday. There's only been a few games, so we really don't know shit other than... Uh, well, I actually to preface it by when we're recording this, Florida just won, Arkansas just won, Texas Tech and Utah are tied right now, and uh, uh, Illinois, Illinois is up thirty on yeah. Drexel, so that game's over. <laughs> there goes my bracket, unfortunately. I thought Drexel was really going to do it, man. You know, I thought the Dragons were going to pull it off because you know Dragons. Dude, we should, this should have been, this would have been great content if we did a March Madness based on who would win in a fight. Based on mascot, yeah. Based on whose mascot would win in a fight? Well, I don't know what an Illinois. I think it's just. I don't know what that is. So I think it's just someone from Illinois. So they, yeah. So it's pretty much the state of Illinois. Dragon. I think a dragon wins that. Yeah, I like the dragon, but anywho, uh, Saturday's games. We're sure gonna predict them wrong. Um, we might get like three games, right? So let's start. The start of the day, we got Georgetown, Colorado. Uh, I honestly, so I made a ton of brackets, and this was one of the games, like this was one of the 12 fives. I've picked Georgetown pretty consistently. Um, Georgetown's on fire. They just won the Big East. Uh, and honestly, they probably had to win the Big East. If they didn't win the Big East, they probably would not be in the tournament. Um, but they are on fire. So I, it would not stun me to see Georgetown beat Colorado. Uh, yeah, in my bracket, I did have Georgetown winning this game. Now, granted, did I just pick on a whim for most of these games? Yes, absolutely. But regardless, I did pick Georgetown, and I'm going to stick by that because, yes. Uh, 12.45, Florida State versus UNC Greensboro. That's another one I could see happening, um, but I will take Florida State. I think Florida yep. State's very strong. Yeah, Florida State as well. Uh one fifteen Eastern Washington versus Kansas. I like Kansas. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then 145, 8 versus 9, LSU versus St. Bonaventure. And this one's tough. I think I like LSU, though. Uh, I put down St. Bonaventure for my bracket. Hey, LSU, LSU's been hot recently, and I just think, um, I don't know, I, I like them in this game. I think they're just a good team overall. All right, moving ahead to the 3 o'clock games. We got number 16, Texas Southern at number one, Michigan. Yeah, I like Texas Southern. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Michigan's definitely winning this game. Michigan has a very good case for winning this tournament. I pray to God that doesn't happen. They do have a good case for it. 3.30, we got Crichton versus UC Santa Barbara. I like Crichton... Although I can see Santa Barbara. I've been seeing a lot of hype around UCSB this tournament. Uh, I did have Crichton winning this, but again, 12 over 5, not unheard of in the slightest. Hey, 12, 12 5 is a dangerous game, honestly. That's a, I that's think a that's super a, that's actually game. The, uh, that's the super dangerous one to pick, isn't it? That's the big one where there's a lot of upsets. Uh, 8 and 9 is hard. Well, that's 8 and 9 is hardly an upset, usually. I mean, that's usually a toss-up, but if a 9 seed beats an 8 seed. Wasn't there a tournament a couple years ago where all the 12 seeds won their games? I don't know. I remember um, Murray State was a Murray 12. State was one of them. Yeah. I think that was two years ago. Obviously yeah, that was... last year, but... I think that was the 19 tournament. Um, 4 p.m., Iona versus Alabama. Mm, I'm feeling Iona. No, Alabama. Alabama's this team is good. This Alabama team, God, imagine Alabama wins the basketball and football national championships. Nothing's holy in this world of Alabama. No, yeah, both. that's cursed. But Bama is really good this year, so you could see them going pretty far. In this next one, we have USC versus Drake. The rapper playing basketball? Question mark. No, I, 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 you know, Dave had no. Dave and I were joking around last night that Drake owns Drake College or Drake, but um, yeah, no, U USC because Drake is one person. Um, USC is well, that's a whole true, college basketball roster. True, I don't think a rapper can beat a whole basketball team. Um, I think I like USC. Drake is another one that's like I could see that. but I will go with USC. Next game, we have uh, Grand Canyon versus Iowa. And I, I'm be honest with you, I did not know Grand Canyon was like... I, I just... I saw Grand Canyon, and I'm like, what? Grand Canyon? No, apparently, they, uh, they're in the tournament. Dude, their mascot <laughs> is like, the antelopes. Like that, that's such a weird animal to have as your uh, mascot. Uh, I like Iowa, though. Iowa's another team that I think is very good. Next up, 7-10, we got Maryland versus UConn. I like UConn. UConn's another team that's been pretty uh, hot recently. I think they've um, they've caught some fire. But um, I like them. They didn't have a great um, Big East tournament. But 
I think they will be successful in the tournament, at least to like some degree. I think they'll beat Maryland. Yeah, I got I got I UConn this game as well. Uh, then we have Ohio, Virginia. I'm sorry uh, to the MAC conference, but you are not. You're not beating Virginia. <laughs> um, I, I just do not see. <laughs> I don't see Ohio topping Virginia here. And that is 7-15, 7-25, Missouri, Oklahoma. Another very tough one. I like Oklahoma. I believe I had Oklahoma. Um, can't seem to find where it is on my bracket. Oh, yep. Oh, actually, I, have, I got Missouri winning this one. I don't know what was going through my head. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I was sober when I was making my bracket for the most part. So <laughs> well, I mean, I Missouri's not like a bad pick. It's very reasonable. Um, and then nine twenty, we got Norfolk State versus Gonzaga. Hey, Norfolk State, nice job winning in the first four, but uh, your reward is Gonzaga. You're losing by forty five to Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. Um, entertaining yeah. as hell game. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> now you have no. to play fucking. Their Gonzaga is favored by thirty three, which is ridiculous. Um, it should be at least forty. Then we have UCLA BYU. Um, I got the Mormons winning this one. The Mormons? I mean, I could see an upset with UCLA it's, here, no. to be honest. Um, I'm. I think I will go BYU, but I do. I, I'll put that on upset alert because, yeah, that that one could definitely be. Then we have nine fifty uh, Texas versus. Albaline Christian. Anyways, <laughs> I like Texas. In that um, one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then at actually ten o'clock we have Oregon VCU. Uh, I like Oregon. I think Oregon. I, I mean VCU definitely is in position there to make an upset, but yeah, I, I, I think I Oregon's Oregon strong. Well. Uh, and we will continue doing the brackets. Uh, once more occurs. We won't do the next round, uh, the round of 32. But uh, round of 16, we'll, we definitely will have that because, I mean, that's all in one day, I believe. Or is it two days? I think it's uh, two it's days. Over, it's over two days. I don't think we have... Um, I don't think the, we have a full round in one day until the final four. Yeah, the final four. Yeah, it's you know it's sure is March. It is in fact March. In case you didn't know. Uh, but because it's March, we also have NFL, which is going to take up the majority of this. Uh, yeah, because episode. free agency's been free agency's been popping. Um. So starting off, we're. Legal tampering started Monday the fifteenth, so I'm not. We're not going to talk about any of the moves that were made prior to that. Where it was like, so the 49ers got Kyle Usechek back, and um, Aaron Jones is back with the Packers. All that because that's just guys going back to their old teams. 
Um, we're going to talk about moves that are either guys to new teams that are like... If they're guys to new teams, we're going to talk about that. Or if it's moves where they're going back to their old team. We might talk about it if they're like bigger deals. So uh, first off, uh, Kevin Zeitler is signing with the Ravens. Three years, $22.5 million. I like this deal for Baltimore. Kevin Zeitler's a fantastic player. Um, he's a good guard. He's not a pass, uh, pass blocking guard, though, which they need. So I don't know if it fills any big problems. Well, you need linemen in Baltimore. Baltimore needs a. There are some big needs in Baltimore now, but really, offensive line and wide receivers are. It should be their top priority right now. And I think Zeitler was one of the better guards on the market. Wasn't the best, obviously, but definitely one of the best. Uh, next up, Shaq Barrett signed a four-year deal for $72 million with Tampa Bay, so he's staying there for the next few years. Uh, Tampa Bay is just... Deal. The salary cap's a myth. Yeah, it doesn't exist. does not exist. Uh, the Lions are holding on to Romeo Aquara with a three-year, $39 million contract. Um, you know, good for okay. them. This team's yeah. still terrible, <laughs> Great. Good for you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Go, go team, go. Uh, the Patriots signed tight end Johnny Smith for four years, $50 million. Um, I, I love this signing. I was so totally happy. Rated. Such an overrated signing. I strongly disagree. Man is not caught for 500 yards in his career, dude. I'm, you know what? He's a great red zone threat. I am totally fine with getting a guy like Johnny Smith. This tight, this honestly loves dual okay. tight end sets, and we'll talk about Hunter Henry a little later. But this was a, I think this was a really good signing for New England. They just threw the mid up there and was like, "Yeah, fuck it." Any honest to God. They the Patriots signed all these players, and I honestly think they got worse because they lost their two best linemen. Like that team, Wait, honestly. Who else did we lose? They lost what's his name, the center. We lost. We lost, no. Joe, uh, David Andrews came back. Did he? Yeah, four years. Who's, who's I'm thinking of the this, fucking? They lost Joe Tooney, Tooney. Yes, but Tooney yeah. was definitely a huge loss. That That's a massive loss. Deep. Yes, but it's not like he was irreplaceable. I don't tell like that. I mean, it's not irreplaceable, but they didn't get anybody that did replace him. Maybe that's a draft need now. Well, we can um, talk about that a little later because Tooney's signing will come up in a bit. But um, the Patriots also signed Devon Godshow, just a run-stuffing defensive tackle. Uh, nice signing, okay. not a game-breaker. Um, the 49ers are re-signing Jason Verrett, one year, $5.5 million. I he sure can say healthy, that's good, but... Man's played like four games in the last four years. Uh, the Patriots also brought back linebacker Matthew Judon. Uh, four years, $56 million. Again, I love this signing. He's a great edge rusher. Good guy just to have on the defense. Judon's Patriots, right, yeah. I, I like him. And I know people see four years, 56. They think they're overpaying. But because it all is deals, probably. Well, here's the thing. All these deals are backloaded. So his cap hit this season is like $6 million. 
So I'm totally fine with having a backloaded contract when the cap's going to be way higher. That's good. I mean, I guess in the current situation, backloaded is better. As long as it doesn't, like, you know, come back to blow up later. But, yeah, I mean, Judon's good. Judon's solid. So I'm totally totally fine with bringing him in here. Um, Here's, like, one of the few moves that the Patriots made that I'm really raising an eyebrow at. Um... They brought in Eagles safety Jalen Mills for four years, twenty-four million. That's that's the one you're raising I'll, an eyebrow at. I'll get to I'll get to the other one. I know you're thinking of right now. Jaylen yeah, Jalen Mills. Mills is fucking cat shit. To be honest with you, I, I don't know why they I, did that. I I know Patrick Chung retired, and they let they're going to use Kyle Duggar more as a box safety. But I'd rather just run Adrian Phillips at safety. To be honest, yeah, Jalen Mills is a piece of toast. Burn as fuck. I, so I'm questioning um, that, but again, I know better than the question a Belichick move. Uh, you sh- what? I I've heard this about Ainge too. I, it's it's time no. to not yeah. do this anymore. Like, we need to hold these people accountable when it comes to you know GM. Well, is are they? Yes. What what did Bill Absolutely. Belichick really do? <laughs> a lot. What did Bill Belichick like actually do to deserve that? He's built a dynasty that lasted 20 years he sure yeah he sure watched tom brady play well didn't he that's really it i i think he built up some pretty nice rosters for that i've said it before brady and belichick hey the best team they had the best team they had didn't win they came pretty damn close which they couldn't beat eli fucking manning whatever Michael Strahan, bro. Hey, we don't got to talk about that. Michael Strahan is a legend, though. He was. He is. Anyways, the Jets brought in Jared Davis for one year, $7 million. It's the Jets. Um, Here's a big one. The Chiefs signed Joe Tooney for five years, $80 million. That is a big fucking deal. That is a huge deal. I, I'm glad the Chiefs are actually doing something to protect Mahomes because uh, offensive line was an issue for this team. It's a big part of why they lost the Super Bowl this past year. Hey, Tooney's um, going to really help. Tooney's going to really help. He's one of the few guys who can one-on-one Aaron Donald, which is crazy <laughs> to think about because he usually gets He's, trouble. Yeah, yeah, there's like two of those people. <laughs> it's literally him and Quentin Nelson. So, Good signing. Uh, Kansas City should be very happy with that. Um, the Browns signed John Johnson the third for three years, thirty-three million. Cool. Thumbs up emoji. You know, it, it, they needed safety help. Um, they got a decent safety. He's not a bad option to have. Um. These are just guys that don't matter. Dietrich Wise, whatever. Uh, the 49ers signed Samson Ebukam from the Rams. Two years, $12 million. It's not a bad signing. He's a good depth piece to have on the edge for the 49ers defense that, you know, values the edge rushers. And two years, $12 million. That's a super cheap deal. So I think that's a good one. Uh, the Chargers signed Corey Lindsay. Corey Lindsley, uh, five years, $62.5 million. 
uh, good if you're going to protect uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, it's a good investment. You get arguably the best center on the market. Five years, $62 million, not bad. Not a bad cap hit at all. Um, ooh, the Raiders signed Yannick Ngakwe for two years, $26 million. Um, I like it. This, this Raiders defense does need edge help. Ngakwe is a good edge rusher. But, um, I don't know, the Raiders are just making weird moves this offseason. This isn't a weird, one of the weird ones, but they're... This is, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Um, here's a weird move, but I'm going to explain in a sec why I don't hate this signing necessarily. Uh, the Patriots signed Nelson Aguilar for two years, $26 million. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you like that signing a lot, Bryce, but not for the reasons that uh, people... Would normally like a signing. I there's honestly you could say whatever to justify it, and I'm just gonna hear Charlie Brown's teacher. Like it, there's no justifying that one. That's just ass. You know he's a speedy guy. He doesn't have great hands. He doesn't this have offense, hands, dude. <laughs> he just doesn't even have them. He simply just does not have any hands. It's whatever. He did have a bit of a resurgence with the Raiders, so I'm hoping we get that kind of Aguilar and not Eagles Aguilar. Resurgence. But he had a, I think he had his best season in Philadelphia, or his best season with the Raiders this past season. Yeah, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not seeing the vision on this one. It's, this offense is going to run through the tight ends. Oh it's, boy, 1975. <laughs> I, you know, Patriots have been doing this for a while now. I mean, this was, you know, you had the uh, two tight end packages in the early 2000s for the Patriots, then uh, early 2010s. 2016, you had Gronk and Martellus Bennett for like four games. It, that's going to be, this it's... offense is going to run through the tight ends and the run game. So, yeah, it's not going to be the flashy offense that you see in the NFL today. And it's but... also not going to work. <laughs> I I disagree. I think it, I think it can work. Uh, I mean, uh, in theory, there sure is a universe where it does work. I just don't know if we're living in that. The Rams are signing Leonard Floyd to a four-year, sixty-four million dollar contract. Ironically, um, yeah. I mean, he had ten and a half sacks last season, fifty-five tackles. And he was a big contributor on that offense or on that defense, rather. That was one of the best units in the league. So this is a, definitely a solid, solid signing for the Rams. I like this. Uh, yeah. The Broncos signed cornerback Ronald Darby for three years, thirty million dollars. No, thank you. <laughs> I. You know, he was a fine corner for Washington last season. I, I'm not really sure what direction the Broncos are going in right now. Are they trying to compete, or are they trying to just not compete? I don't know what they're doing. I'll be honest. I don't know. This is a team that... This team is like a better version of what the Baltimore Orioles would be like as an NFL team, because... They don't really have a direction where they're going right now, but at least like 
this team can be somewhat competitive with the other teams in their division. They just they just got the vibes going right now. They're, they're vibing right now, but at least they're good enough to the point where like they might win a few games just by vibing. Um, Gronk back to the Buccaneers. Everyone knew that was going to happen. I don't think that's a big surprise. Uh, the Jets signed Corey Davis for three years, $37.5 I like it. I do like it, but, I mean, the Jets got to figure out what they're doing with quarterback. I mean, hey, even now, even if they, you know, I'm, they're going to eventually. So I, now that quarterback has a solid weapon. Corey Davis is underrated, man. I don't know. Tennessee just couldn't use him right. Corey Davis was the best offensive player for the Titans and free agency. He's better than Janu. And I think um, maybe that won't hold up number-wise because he went to the Jets. <laughs> so he'll probably not be the most productive. But I do have a lot of faith in Corey Davis. I don't know. I mean, it's been hard to gauge Corey Davis because I don't think the Titans used him very well. Maybe the Jets will use him differently and he'll look better than he did in Tennessee. He should. He's I mean, a really, he's, really difficult player to gauge. He's, he is the easiest number one in that on that team, I think. So, Well, you're setting the bar in hell with that. I know, but like in C, he wasn't the number one because they had... Uh, AJ Brown, so he'll probably get more looks. All right, the Titans signed Bud Dupree to a deal that's going to be—they uh, don't have the exact numbers, but he's going to be making more than sixteen million a year. Ew. And I'm not a big Bud Dupree fan. Ew. I don't know How, the whole sixteen million a year for Bud Dupree. No chance. Sixteen million for a guy who might get you eight sacks a season if you Maybe. if you're lucky on a good year. That's a really good year. Like that's he's had one season with above ten sacks, and it was 2019 where he had eleven and a half. The rest of his seasons he's had four, four and a half, six, five and a half, and then eight last season. So he's averaging normally about five, six sacks a season. You're not paying $16 million for a, an edge rusher who will get you that kind of production. Yeah, no. Titans are probably going to be a lot worse this season. Honestly, probably. Um, Jameis Winston's back with the Saints. Um, Genius. Probably going to be the starter, I would assume. He sh- well, actually, I don't know, but even if he I- isn't... He's a genius because if he doesn't start, he gets like $10 million and he gets to watch football. That's it's it. The backup quarterback is objectively the best job in the world. Until you have to play. <laughs> even though James. Play, but even then, like, they dumb down the playbook for backups. Hey, Jameis, honestly, is probably the best backup in the league if he's a backup. Uh... Even though they're backup with a 5,000 yard season. <laughs> Yeah, I can't argue that. He's had a 5,000-yard, 30-touchdown season. I I can't argue that he's probably back to back. He might have had 30 picks, but, like, 
he still had 30 touchdowns. He still had 30 He couldn't even see. And technically, he had more than 30 touchdowns because a few of those interceptions were sixes, including his last pass in a Buccaneers uniform. Jame, honestly, I stand by this. If Jameis starts that uh, Saints-Bucks game, the Saints win. You think so? Yeah, honestly. Maybe. I don't know. That that Saints team looked very sloppy in general. I don't know if they necessarily win that. I, I, listen, Taylor fucking Hinky fucking <laughs> gave the Bucks a big Look, issue. So Taylor Heineke, yeah, he did show up and he he gave him some issues. But that that Washington defense is a lot better than the Saints defense. That is true. A lot. Well, yeah, they are better. That's a lot sure. better. I would say it's a lot. They're a lot better. Uh, Jets signed Carl Lawson to a three-year deal for $45 million. Whatever. Cool. Good for them. Um, Bengals signed a defensive end, Trey Hendrickson, to a four-year $60 million deal. Poggers. <laughs> Total poggers. Um, I don't know why the Bengals aren't signing every offensive lineman in existence right now, but... yeah. I mean, that's probably what they're going to focus on in the draft, I would assume. I would hope so. Uh, the Vikings signed Dalvin Tomlinson to a contract. It doesn't say how much, but Vikings defense gets a little bit better uh, in the interior run. Um, the football team signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. They got their guy. Uh, one year, $10 million. Contract year Fitzpatrick, terrifying. I can't believe he's still in the league. He needs he's, to go home and be a family a, man. He's got a lot of kids, too. But hey, you know, give this man credit. He was almost Mr. Irrelevant, and he's made a shitload of money in his career for, for a guy that almost uh, was almost a Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, he is. Played for damn near every franchise. I'm pretty sure he's on like his. Hang on, we're gonna we're gonna check this out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is his ninth team in the league. His ninth overall team, or the ninth time he's moved teams. Uh, this is the ninth time he's been on a team. So he got drafted by the Rams in 2005. He played a season with the Bengals, apparently, which I don't remember. I remember that. And then he played four year years with the Bills. Then he went Played to the Jets. In Tennessee. Yeah, so I remember. And then he went to Houston. Then he had two seasons with the Jets, two seasons in Tampa, and then two seasons in Miami. And now, and now he's, he's in DC. The football team. And he probably is going to win the starting job unless uh, they unless draft Heineke shows somebody. Up. Yeah, I don't. Draft I don't know which... about Heineke. They might use him as like a. As a Taysom Hill kind of package. Speaking of Taysom Hill. Yeah, we can talk about that because Taysom Hill, uh, I don't even know how this is legal, frankly, in the NFL, but his contract is technically only one year, $12 million, but the contract was set up as like a four-year, $140 million contract, but all the rest of that money's voided. So realistically, he's going to be a free agent next season. 
but he has cap hits of like he's got like a seven million dollar cap hit next season, and then the next few years he's like he's got two million dollars on the books. I don't know. The Saints are doing some wacky shit with the. Uh, um, yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, Taysom Hill, even getting money at all, uh, racism. It's the only explanation. Taysom Hill fucking sucks, dude. I don't get this Taysom Hill hype whatsoever. Haha, funny Swiss Army knife, man. He's not he's not good. I I don't Dude, imagine if Taysom Hill wins the starting job over Jameis. Yeah, yeah, no chance. Actually, there is a chance, and that pisses me off, to be honest. Um, so the Broncos picked up Von Miller's option. Even though a lot of people thought he was going to be a free agent this offseason, like he was, they were going to let him go, uh, he is staying in Denver for this last season on his contract. Um, so that's good for them. Uh, the Patriots signed Hunter Henry to a three-year, $37.5 million deal. Uh, this came out of nowhere because I thought we were done with John U. But evidently, we're just going to have... We're going to have John U and Hunter Henry in our offense, which I really like. Into the mid... Oh, Hunter Henry, get out of it. Stop. Hunter Henry's not that Stop. fucking good, dude. He, he was easily the best tight end on the market. Uh, that's not saying much. So he's not one of the top. He's not one of the top four. Obviously, I still consider him like a top six, top seven tight end in the league. Really, that high? Yeah, he's top ten. I'm I, top six. I would consider him better than I wouldn't. The only tight ends I wouldn't consider him better than right now uh, would be obviously Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, um, and Waller. And I, there's one more I'm missing. Ertz. Ertz, yes. Ertz had a down year, but yeah, let's not, let's not sleep on Ertz. Ertz is good. Yeah, so I'd, I'd consider him like a top six tight end, top six, top seven tight end. There's, a, there's an argument. So I'm very happy with this signing. We'll see how the QB situation looks in New England. We're probably going to draft someone at 15, whether it's Mac Jones or... God, I hope they draft Mac I don't think Mac Jones is going to be good, honestly. I don't think he's going to be... I don't think he's going to live up to expectations, to be honest, but I'm I'm fine with us taking him at 15, to be honest. I'm fine with wasting Cause... another pick. Bill Belichick, outside the first round, fucking reeks. Even in the first round, he fucking reeks. He's not a I good know, drafter. I mean, he, I, I'm not sure where this narrative that he's not a good drafter comes from. I mean, he's had some really good picks in the Ooh. early rounds. Recently? Like, are we talking like recently, recently? Are we talking to kill Harry? Like, <laughs> fuck no. That's definitely one of our misses. <laughs> what, what oh my God, I hope he gets, I hope, I hope Nikhil gets cut. He probably deserves him, to be at this point. I but... just don't see him work. He's going to get cut and go to some. He's going to go to, like, Arizona or something like He's that. Gonna He's going to be crazy play. somewhere else. Like, if he gets any, like, light of day anywhere else, he's going to be fucking and you good. Know who, you know whose fault it is? Bill. It's Josh McDaniels' fault. 
Well, yeah, okay, that is fair. It probably is Josh McDaniels' fault. The play calling is miserable, but... Somehow you're going to fix that, apparently. I don't know. No, we're going to fix it by trading him to a local Dunkin' Donuts for two egg and cheese on croissants and a large hot coffee to be named later. A large hot coffee flavor to be named later. Yes. Cash considerations. So the Giants signed Leonard Williams to three years, $63 million deal. God, it's so expensive. uh, (laughs) Leonard's good. Leonard is $21 million for decent production from a defensive tackle. He's solid, but I don't know about 60 million. I don't know about all this. I don't know. I don't know if I love that. I mean, he did have a breakout season last year. He had he did. quite a few he, sacks last season. He was probably our best lineman on defense last year, without any doubt, but I don't know. I hope he can keep it up for that money. You guys also signed John Ross, apparently. Great. I don't know what we're going to do with that. He can certainly return. I mean, you'll get you'll get a speedy guy. Granted, uh, That's not a ride, though. He's a, he is basically he is a return specialist. That's what he is. Although we are in heavy talks with Kenny Galladay, and I have been praying to every single existing god. Yeah, have fun with that. Um, the Bears signed Andy Dalton. So funny. Striking out on Russell Wilson. Literally, literally hilarious. Absolute comedy. I, I, you know, they do need a quarterback. And Andy Dalton. They have three backups. They have three backup level QBs. They don't have Trubisky's. Trubisky's gone, so it's only him and Foles. Well, Trubisky is going to be heading to the local Arby's. He's going to be dashing. I think Trubisky's actually well, I think, uh, delivering I think the my local food. Arby's is a little bit of a, di- a disrespectful way to refer to the Buffalo Bills, but the local Arby's. The Bills. I don't like the Bills, but I think they're a few tiers above Arby's if they were a fast food restaurant. I didn't know Trubisky was even in talks with anybody. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills signed him either yesterday or two days ago. The Bills got jokes, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they need they need someone to give Josh Allen his water on the sidelines. So, yeah, that is Josh Allen's team, no question about it. Uh, the Texans signed Tyrod Taylor. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that, but we'll see. Where was Tyrod uh, before this? Was he, he in like... the Chargers? Because he was oh, that's starter right. before. The that's right. Now I remember the hilarious story about how the. <laughs> The medical guy like accidentally stabbed him with a syringe or something. It was like it was so something. You go like from that. a team where the training staff punches or stabs you in the lungs to where the front o- to a team where the front office is just going to stab you in the lungs. They're kind of just cutting out the middleman at that point. Yeah. Poor Tyrod Taylor. At least he got a Super Bowl ring. Attempted murder to just straight up like first degree murder, basically. Pretty much. Uh, the Jaguars signed Marvin Jones Jr. to a two-year, $14.5 million deal. I like that. 
I, I like dude, that a that's lot. a sneaky nice signing for Jacksonville. With Trevor coming in as well, it's gonna be nice. They're giving Trevor weapons. I like it. Um, let's see. Um, Curtis Samuel. I'm I'm just moving up. So the Bears signed Emmanuel Sanders. No. Old. old. Um. The football team signed William Jackson to a three-year, $42 million deal. That's not a bad deal, actually. I know he was no, on a Bengals team that's defense wasn't that great, but William Jackson isn't that bad. I like this for Washington. Not a bad uh, sign-up. Not a bad signing at all. Okay, so this was hilarious. So the Rams traded Michael Brockers to the Lions. And I'm pretty sure you saw this, but this was the day after he's, he just like pretty much shit-talked Jared Goff, saying that like having Matt Stafford on the team is just so life-changing for this team. <laughs> Did so they he promptly gets the... not only dealt to Jared Goff's team, but now he has to play in Detroit, too. So like that's just... Yeah. That just hurts. That is funny. Um... The 49ers signed Trent Williams to a six-year extension worth $138 million, which is the highest-paid offensive lineman in NFL history. We'll see if he plays out that extension, but yeah. I, he's come a worth long it. way from like shit-talking Dan Snyder in Washington. Yeah. Good for him. Um... Let's see. Are we not talking? Oh, I mean, Curtis Samuel, like I said, is also going. Yeah, to I'm, I'm just I'm going in chronological order here. So like, uh, Curtis Samuel, Curtis Samuel, because these are a lot of the big ones. Yeah, Curtis Samuel, three year, thirty four and a half million dollar deal. Crazy good deal. That's something that's so sim. I, that's less average money per year than what they gave Nelson Aguilar. So, that is I'm crazy. a little annoyed that we could have had Curtis Samuel, but we settled for Aguilar instead. But this is a fantastic deal for Washington. Key. Washington low key is going to be a really nice team next season if they figure out QB. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick's not leading them really anywhere. But like, it's it's not. They could do a whole lot worse than having Fitzpatrick as their starter. I think Curtis Samuel was probably the second best receiver on the market. Um, so this that is a crazy good deal. Um, Patrick Peterson going to the Vikings, which interesting. It is interesting. Um, obviously, if they get you know prime Pat Pete, that's really good. Unfortunately, Pat Pete's been dealing with injuries a lot the last few years. I know he screwed up his Achilles either two years ago or last season. So, no, it wasn't last season. It, it was either two years ago mm. or the season before last. He is a good opportunity, I think, to prove his, he's still good. And uh, the Vikings obviously need defense like yesterday. So that's that's really good for them. 
Um, the Patriots brought back Kyle Van Noy. I think it's a great signing, which is hilarious because even though we lost him in free agency last season and we got a compensatory in this coming draft for losing him, uh, we also now get him back. So we got him and the pick that we got for losing him this offseason, which I think is hilarious. But I still don't know why the, the Dolphins released him one year into his contract, but it was a little weird. Um, let's see. Yeah, there really aren't that many other big deals lately. Um, Kenyon Drake's with the Raiders, but whatever, that team's going nowhere. Uh, you guys signed Kyle Rudolph. So Loggers. I don't know. Uh, Yep, and then Trubisky back in, or not back in Buffalo, but he's in Buffalo now. Um, oh, yeah, Miami signed Will Fuller to a one-year deal worth $10 million, I believe. Could be worth it. Could be a huge splash, honestly. Yeah, so they aren't going to have him week one of the season because he is serving that suspension for steroids. But they'll have him for the last 15 games of the season, which... That's a great signing for Miami. I like that a lot. Actually, it'd be 16. This year's going to be a 17-game season. That's right. It is going to... They are starting the 17-game season, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um, Yeah, so David Andrews coming back to the Patriots, four-year deal. I uh, don't have the money for that, but that's huge. Huge part of our offensive line. So I'm very happy to see him back. I think that's it for now. Um, well, I think, well, Justin Simmons back with the Broncos, four years, $60 million. Good for them. I, I guess they have an idea of where they're going with their team, but... Not going to do anything. Uh, Juju today signed with the Steelers just for a one-year deal, but... Taking pay cuts at 24. Taking pay cuts, taking pay cuts at 24. I, it's tough. It, apparently, Baltimore made a huge push for him, so... Yeah, Baltimore and Kansas City both went after him. Dude, why would he turn down Kansas City? I don't know. Even actually, he had he had Kansas City, Baltimore, and Philadelphia pushing for him, and he went back Damn, to Pittsburgh. But you stay in Pittsburgh, yeah, for at least another year. He might leave next year. Yeah, I, I wish I, I wish we could see how much those teams offered because he's not taking a huge deal to stay in. Pittsburgh. He just really liked Pittsburgh, I guess. I guess. I guess he likes Pittsburgh, man. Even though the fucking Yinzers were calling for his head at the end of the season. But, um... Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all the big moves made right now. Um, there aren't that many big-name free agents still available. I mean, Kenny Galladay obviously is the biggest name on the market right now. And then, like, Mitchell Schwartz 
is the other big name available right now, I believe. I don't think there's any other huge names still out there. I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Hang on, I'm just I'm just gonna check real quick to make sure that I'm not missing anybody. Um, yeah, so that's the, the, that's pretty much all the big free agents. So I don't think uh, I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh yes. Um, well, the Deshaun Watson situation that's been going on for a few days now. But for those of you who don't know. Uh, he's been accused of, like, nine women of sexual misconduct to various degrees. And it's it's not a good look for Watson, I'm going to be honest. I've read a lot of the, uh, the reports. That's really... If what, if what they're saying is true, it's a very, very bad look. Yeah, um... It's very, it's unfortunate, um, but uh, I just hope anyone involved, uh, I, I just hope they're accurately uh, uh, listened to. Like, I, I hope they're not dismissed. Uh, I, I very much hope these get investigated heavily, especially because, I mean, nine allegations, it's, I mean... I mean, there's a lot of smoke there, and when there's smoke, there's fire, so. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope that this gets uh, handled. I mean, it has to be. We can't, we, we can't just let that slide. Crazy that the Texans probably should have dealt him then, shouldn't he? Well, I mean. Crazy, crazy how different things would have been. Yeah, might have been. Anyways, that is going to do it for episode, what is this, 137? It's 136 or 7. Something like that. It's 136. Um, it is 136. I believe so. Yes, it is 136. So thank you for listening to episode 136 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself at Ian Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's B-R-I-Z, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.